0: Welcome
1: to the Ike Packers Podcast. Go Pack Go.
0: It's a wrap. Preseason, let's get recap.
1: Go Pack Go. Make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen. Please leave a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. We're Ike underscore Packers on Twitter. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers Podcast. Preseason, it's a wrap. And we're coming to you with a recap. So we have that and analysis Plus, how does the Packers best players rack and stack up against the rest of the league? We're going to dive into some lists we found and give our thoughts on that, too. So thank you for tuning in. Welcome back to another episode of the Ike Packers podcast. My name is Alex Eikstead. I'm your host and Packers fans. Welcome in. Green Bay wrapped up the preseason with a 19-15 win over the Seahawks. It was close, but two and one in three games. I'm happy with that. We're going to dive into the preseason recap. We're going to be talking some of the preseason predictions, some of the best players we think that are going to be balling this season and more thank you for tuning in if you like the show today please tell a friend and leave a five-star review i'm joined by my co-host kj kj you were at the game how was it man welcome to the show packers fans it's great to be back with you all yep got this check out the packers uh you know preseason finale against the seahawks It was fun. Jordan Love played uh, extensively, and he looked pretty good. You know, you you could see him really showcasing his mobility. Packers got the win. They actually completed their game. They got to see more of these guys on the bubble. And honestly, man, we we can jump into this more, but I don't think the preseason could have gotten any better. And here's why. Jordan Love looked good. Nobody got hurt. Check, check. Thanks for having me. Let's have a great show. Those are the two most important things, right? Like, sometimes if you get the 99%, that's all that matters. And KJ, you can't get lost in the weeds of the 1%, right? Mm -hmm. Like, this person didn't have a good preseason. This person didn't do what you wanted them to do. Jordan Love and nobody getting injured is the 99% there. We'll take it, right? Into the regular season, confident that they could beat anybody, truly. Like, watching, you know, a half-loaded defense out there, Kenny Clark, Quay Walker, some of these guys. They were ferocious, KJ, and there isn't so much difference between the ones and the twos in that final game. Um, of course, there's some difference, but, I mean, they looked good. They looked physical. The Packers' defense looked athletic. What did you notice just in, I guess, the general speed and athleticism of the team out there? I think that the Packers, they don't just draft guys with pedigree on defense because this isn't the Packers' defense of old. This is, the uh, obviously, the 2023 defense, but these guys as we've covered extensively they all have incredible RAS scores so they are fast like they are able to hang with the opposing uh you know players on offense that they're going up against whether it's Jair whether it's Eric Stokes whether it's Razul talking about speed and quickness and agility feel really good about those guys I mean Quay Walker find me more NFL linebackers the same size speed combo as him you know, I don't think there's too many. There might be like a couple. Same with Devondre Campbell, a big guy who moves very well. Kenny Clark is very athletic in the trenches. Devontae Wyatt is very athletic in the trenches. We all know how athletic Rashawn Gary and Lucas Van Ness are. And then say what you want about him. But Darnell Savage, obviously a former first round pick, has his ups and downs as a player, but very, very, very four-three speed, fast, you know, make up for those mistakes using pure athleticism. Um, man I mean like push comes to shove we are not the slow ones out there we're the fast ones we're the agile ones we're the strong ones We you said it a week ago and I I do think this is like a huge thing uh, or what if that'll make or break the package season but like how tough are they right Um, I think Quay Walker's tough. I think Devontae Wyatt's tough. They're obviously champions. Lucas Van Ness coming from Iowa didn't start. I think he's tough. Rashawn Gary coming off a torn ACL, throwing some, uh, I forgot who he threw, but he threw someone in practice. It might have been Zach Tom. Tom. You know, he's tough. He's overcome adversity. Like, Kenny Clark just met his, got to re-meet his dad again. Like, that had to make you into a man. Um, Man, I mean, like, Devontae Campbell, you see him. Like, these guys are tough. Came a long way came a long way you know he didn't make that that you know x handle for no reason uh uh, but Packers fans this is what I have to say he came off the PUP list since last time Rashawn Gary Gary he cage looks really really good I'm super hyped because Rashawn could be that player that you know him and Jair stand above the rest of the defense he might be that leader in that front seven could also be Kenny Clark. But if you think about the players that were off the field in that last preseason game, you got Rashawn Gary, Preston Smith wasn't out there. Devondre Campbell wasn't out there. Jair wasn't out there. Right? Like, those are some solid talent you're going to add to the ball on Justin Fields. It's going to be tough on him. I think I think the Packers defense is going to be coming out strong uh, just on that. And then we'll see what happens on the offense. What would you see on the offensive side, flipping it to the other side of the ball? offensive side i like what i saw to aj Dillon. i do believe the packers should look at giving him fullback reps as well uh just kind of save a roster spot there create some value there do something that no other team is doing there um i think that he could do that tight ends uh musgrave looks to be very smooth you know i think tucker is going to take a little longer but hey going it's from place uh, going from fcs to fb uh straight to the NFL it's something that Joe Flacco did you know it it doesn't happen every day and when it does happen you have to expect some adjustment period Um, I know whenever I see a guy who played at whether it's FCS or D2 whatever you want to call it I'm always completely like blown away but furthermore respecting of him because like it couldn't have been easy I mean think about if if you in your life had to play how many of you have played like you know d3 sports or or d3 football in college or, or whatever it was or even d2 like you still have those dreams in your head but but just how difficult it is to make it um it gives me a lot of hope man i mean the cream rises to the top it shows his his growth isn't done cage i i have something to say about just the rookie class in general they seem to do pretty pretty well in the preseason right sean clifford solidified as the backup quarterback for jordan love no questions there exactly what you're hoping for when you draft him, and you save the backup qb money it's looking pretty smart looking pretty smart malik heath coming out of nowhere probably getting a roster spot as a wide receiver who looks good right like another guy in the mix another player right carrington valentine Oh, he almost picked off Drew Locke, almost took it to the house, went right through his hands, but he's confident. He's seeing the ball well, Cage. That's going to be say big something. As Eric Stokes comes I back. I have to say something. Packers fans, Drew Locke, I be- Alex, maybe you can double-check this. I believe he was a first-round pick. I know he was out of Missouri. I know he's a few years ago, but he was either a late first or early second-round pick at QB. Could you double-check that for us, Alex? Yep. And the reason I bring that up is because – all of these first round QBs Are always labeled so sexy Okay, so he was like early second Long story short, it's like look at how trash he looks Compared to Jordan Love That's basically my point here Drew Love <laughs> has all the same characteristics as uh, or Excuse me, Drew Locke as Jordan Love um, If you look at like Pre-draft process, okay this guy He's not going to be a top five pick Maybe he'll end up in the first, maybe he'll end up early second Maybe a team will, a team will trade back to get him Is you that know, the goat effect? It's it's just like it, – it may be, man. It may just be that, like, I didn't see anything coming out of uh, – from Drew Locke to warrant drafting him in the first place. During the time of that draft, I had a friend who actually went to school at Missouri with Drew Locke, and he was kind of bringing Drew Locke onto my radar. So I said, I better research this guy, right? You know, at like Packers, we always want to give you guys the best and girls the best intel. I looked him up, and I was like, I don't see it. I don't see why anyone would draft this guy with a first or second-round pick. I don't see a QB of the future. I don't even see a good QB in college – And then when I did look into Jordan Love's tape during that 2020 draft season, just because I thought I'd better cover the bases, you know, I don't want to get caught flat-footed if the Packers make this pick. I know it seems a long shot, so I ended up doing this research into Jordan Love and scouting, and his tape flashes. And not only that, but there's a complete explanation for Jordan Love's drop-off from his junior to um, well, basically, like, the year before he got Why are we drafted. still even talking about the college drop-off, case? Well, well, no, I'm just saying. I'm just saying he, That's he what I'm lost, saying, man. Well, just, to, just to complete my point, he lost all five of his top receivers in, like, his center. You know? So, it's like, Jordan Love... There's no real cracks in the armor. He played at uh, Utah State, so maybe that's a little smaller school. You might say that's a little crack in the armor. But if we're comparing one team's, you know, late first, early second quarterback project to another team's with the Packers and the Seahawks, Drew Locke to Jordan Love, Jordan Love looks the part. Drew Locke looks like he's just kind of collecting dust until he's out of the league. Man, here's what that's my biggest takeaway. Here's what he did in the preseason. Jordan Love finished nine, you know, or he finished 21 of 33 for 193 yards, three touchdowns, zero interceptions. And he escaped a lot of sacks. That was something that kind of stood out in the eye test. He was very evasive, a little clumsy at times running, but throwing on the run, able to make plays and extend plays. That's a very established quarterback thing. And, in terms of what he's doing lately, Cage, you know, last season we got touches of him in regular game action against the Eagles. We saw him against the Chiefs the year before that. Those are two legitimate squads to test out, right? And then Jordan Love. I mean, they played in the Super Bowl. They really literally good. played in the Super Bowl. I, I have, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. And Jordan Love, this preseason, looked pretty mature, right? And he doesn't have Aaron Jones. He doesn't have Bakhtiari. He's going to get a lot of. You know boost pressure on him Right but he's going to get a boost himself On offense and that defense is going to be Setting him up I think with some good field position So all things green Going into the preseason What are your final thoughts I guess cage As we come into roster cutdown day Which Alec Ingold Describes as the scariest 48 Hours of an NFL players You know career life it is, it is scary out there Hours for a lot of players What are your general thoughts here headed out of the preseason man i mean it is what it is right like this is the top league in the world to play football in and all the players in preseason right now have gotten what millions of others have not and that's a chance so you know they've already made it further than darn near anyone else and at this point it's either you separate yourself and do enough to make the team or you don't you know there might be a couple instances of bad luck here and there but really you've done all you can do or at least i hope you would have um Honestly, man, there's not really too many controversial, uh, you know, preseason decisions. I would say like I would be I wouldn't even be broken hearted if Malik Keith made the practice squad. Like, let's say the Packers cut Malik Heath. I want them. To, I want him to be on the team. I wouldn't even be like upset about it. You know, I'd be like, look. It was a long shot. Do we have Christian Watson? Do we have Romeo Dobbs? Do we have Jaden Reed? Do we have Luke Musgrave? Like, keep in mind, Packers fans, on these five I wide think he sets, could be number four. he might be man. It might be Dontavian Wicks. It could be a veteran they signed. But on these five wide receiver sets, I'm almost certain that if the team was smart, they'd use Luke Musgrave as that fifth, you know, slot receiver guy just to like break the seam. Um, Millie Keith's probably like the main one, and then you have uh, Emmanuel Wilson who. Really Patrick hasn't Taylor. had. He hasn't had the best preseason since that big run when he was honoring his dad. So it wouldn't surprise me if Emmanuel Emmanuel Wilson gets the snip snip. Uh, I think Malik Keith will probably make the team. But at the same time, it would not shock me if he doesn't make the team. None of these guys really lit the world on fire, honestly. Um, this is a good way, way I would thoughts, describe man. it. Yeah. What about you, Packers fans? Maybe you've seen Harry Potter in the Goblet of Fire, the fourth the fourth movie. Fourth book in the series. Try Wizard turn Where you throw your name into the fire. And all of these players, Cage, have essentially thrown their name into the fire and accepted the challenge, right? There's 90 guys for six months since rookie camp working together towards a common goal, you know, in the huddles, in the locker room, eating meals, breaking bread. And half of them are wiped off the map pretty much in two days not off the map but just like and that's how the, know, is the best league in the world my friend yeah it's just it's just competition at its finest so it's it's a tournament and that's what i feel confident about in the packers cage is just some of the players that they have on the roster and speaking of the top ro- players in the roster espn released their top 100 players list And this, I think, is worth going through and just kind of talking, Cage, about some of the, you know, top players in the NFL. Patrick Mahomes, number one. No surprise there. Can't argue that. Were you you surprised by uh, Justin Jefferson at number two? Yeah, I mean, I would put probably Burrow at number two. Um, But I'm not tripping about it. You know, he's elite. You could argue Jefferson, Jamar Chase. You could probably give the edge to Jefferson, but but why don't you read off the top ten and then we can like dive into it? Coming in at number one, Patrick Mahomes of the Chiefs. Coming in number Easy. two, Justin Jefferson. Three, Jalen Hurts, four, Joe Burrow, five, Jamar Chase. Six, Micah Parsons for the Cowboys. Seven, Josh Allen, quarterback on the Bills. Number eight, Aaron Donald, defensive tackle on the Rams. Nine, the pass rusher, Nick Bosa for the 49ers. And number 10, Christian McCaffrey, also for the 49ers, the running back. KJ, I've got some thoughts, but what what is your first takeaway from that top 10? Anything My first takeaway... Um, I would put Joe Burrow ahead of Jalen Hurts. Uh, I, I, w- I think they're really trying hard to anoint, a, um, you know, basically uh, Buffalo's QB, Josh Allen. I, I think that, you know, he's on the cover of Madden. Um, Stephon Diggs isn't really a fan of him. Like, I think he's prone for a drop off. And then I don't really have any quarrel with the list besides the Christian McCaffrey thing. I do think that's a bit of a stretch. What about you? Yeah, I I feel like some of the defensive players are getting stiffed. You know, like straight up, like defense wins championships. And I would put Mahomes one, Burrow two, and what has really you know knocked off Aaron Donald from being top five? You think this guy's an eighth Yeah, he or should or probably Nick be Bosa? higher. Yeah. Nick Bosa, you know, maybe, you know, I think that there's a reason. Well, Donald should advantage. be high. Yeah, yeah, Donald, you know, could be up there. I, I feel like uh, then the receivers come, right? Then you could put Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. Uh, I know who I would be drafting. Packers fans, who would you be drafting? Would you be taking Jefferson or Chase, or would you be taking Aaron Donald or a uh, defensive tackle? Well, that see, that's a, you make a great point, day. Alex, because Aaron Donald's got, you know, he's got a ring, um, and the 49ers are good every year, but at the same time, like these teams. Wide receivers make impacts, but they don't dictate you winning a Super Bowl. They really don't. Um, Donald I mean, had a twenty percent pass rush win rate against double teams, resulting in like a hurry or pressure or something. It's like who else is on the on the Rams besides him? You know, he's kind of putting the whole squad on his back. What about like eleven <laughs> through twenty man? Oh okay, yeah, eleven. Justin Herbert overrated in my opinion. Big time double overrated. Yeah. Travis Kelsey number twelve, deserving tight ends are versatile. You can make right? him, you can make an argument. You, for you said him this to, last to week on the pod. Uh, the McCaffrey. hybrid, right? You know, the hybrid, this is becoming so important on the offensive line packers. Now look at Zach Tom, right? He's a hybrid offensive lineman. Then you have Elton Jenkins, a hybrid offensive lineman. They make him almost more valuable than a guy like Josh Myers, who I guess also was kind of hybrid at, at a little bit, but then cage the tight end position is truly the hybrid on offense, which is why guys like Travis Kelsey, like George Kittle, lead the teams, you know, having good offenses despite, you know, whoever's throwing it to him, right? Yeah. And I really believe that on defense, the Packers are getting some more of those hybrid type players, like a Quay Walker, right? Like Lucas Van Ness hybrid, yeah. Right? And so that's kind of I see value there. But going back to the to the top top. Uh, the list here: we have Justin Herbert 11, Travis c 12, Miles Garrett 13, Edge for the Browns, Sauce Gardner 14, the Jets cornerback, 15 T.J. Watt. You putting Sauce above T.J. Watt? That's disrespect. Tyreek <laughs> Hill 16 above above Reek. That's disrespect, I think as well. 17 Joey Bosa, 18 Trent Williams, 19 A.J. Brown, 20 Lamar Jackson. Oh, man, I, I really don't think on that list. I think Lamar is just an incredibly flawed player. Like, don't get me wrong. I was a huge fan of Mike Vick. Still am one of the most fun players to watch. Lamar is super fun to watch, too. But like, I just think it's all like a courtesy to anoint him that high. You know, I really yeah, don't think is. this guy's sniffing a no, Super Bowl. Not. I don't think he's sniffing a Super packers. Do you think I wouldn't say he's a top super 30 Bowl? either? Yeah, I mean, like. Is he ever going to get you out of the first round? There's no way either. Sauce Gardner is ranked higher than Tyree Kill and TJ Watt. See, here's my thing. Sauce Gardner, I believe he will be at that point on the list next year. So I'm not hating on the Sauce Gardner thing. But yeah, man. I mean, like TJ Watt, I would almost say he's got to impact winning more. Like his stats have been unreal but the Steelers, where have their winning ways gone since he's been one of their featured players, right? Like, they've been near the middle of the pack. And it's... Uh, yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. keeping it a buck, man. I'm a huge yeah, fan man. of Wisconsin and T.J. Watt. But, like, you look at Tyree Kill, that, that guy's got the wins. You know, he's got he got a ring with Mahomes. And, and you look at, uh, you know, Kelsey, he's, he's the got dolphins. the wins. He's got the rings. Aaron Donald, he's got the wins. He's got the rings. Like, I just don't think Lamar Jackson's going to sniff that. Um but, yeah, I do me, think uh, I do think T.J. Watt's got to kind of correlate that winning back in Pittsburgh. I mean, I really like their draft. I, I like a lot of their talent. It depends. Do you think Kenny Pickett's the guy? Because I'd rather have Jordan Love. Oh, no, Pickett's not the guy. But here's my take, Packers fans. Our good old friend Aaron Rodgers is way more deserving of that 20 ranking than Lamar Jackson. Right? Well, like, like, come Justin on. Let's Herber. just keep it real. Let's keep it a buck. You know, Talk like, Rodgers a, could easily— season player. He could easily make it to the conference finals. I'm not sure if I see that in Lamar or Herbert, right? Like, why isn't Aaron Rodgers in that discussion? But maybe it's just the stats and, I guess, the youth, right? So 21, Stephon Diggs. 22, Devontae Adams. 23, Fred Warner. 24, Jair Alexander. He's the second-best corner, Cage. Big-time That's, that's big-time. Big-time diss. J- J- Jair Alexander should be ahead King him of, or Sauce. He, take be, him. I would take either. If you say, KJ, flip a coin, you get Sauce, you get Jair, I'd say, I'm not worried. I'd say I'll take either one of those guys. I'd rather have both of them before Jalen Ramsey. I'd rather have both of them before Patrick Certain. I know a lot of people think he's really good, too. Um, but, man, like, Jair should be ahead of Justin Herbert. Jair should be ahead of Christian McCaffrey. Jair should be ahead 26, of he's Lamar Jackson. Prime. Jair should be ahead of... Uh, I feel like there's one other name you mentioned in there, but... I see, like, why do they put the receivers out of the corners? Because it's sexy, right? It draws clicks. So it's a little bit of a flawed list. Um, keep going. Why don't you read, like, uh, you know, a bunch more until you see, like, a decent tier. 25, break. Cooper Cup. 26, Nick Chubb. 27, Chris Jones. 28, Trevor Lawrence. 29, See, Chris Aaron Jones, Rogers. completely, completely disrespected. I How are they putting Stephon Diggs out of Chris Jones and Devontae Adams? Like, and Aaron Rodgers. Like, Aaron Rodgers <laughs> I know like, Stephon Diggs better than Aaron Rodgers Like this is where ESPN gets Trevor Lawrence away. better than Aaron Rodgers You gotta be out of your mind I will say I will say Packers fans We maybe get, get I believe uh, in Lawrence Get into this on. more in a, in, a, in a future episode But Some winds are blowing for the Jaguars this year And, and uh They could <laughs> They could make a lot of noise Let's <laughs> just say that They could They could They could uh but they're the jags we'll see what happens i've been pres- presented with some very interesting arguments <laughs> number 30 george kittle the tight end for 49ers 31 zach martin the guard for the cowboys 32 J- javon hargrave defensive tackle 49ers 33 Ceedee lamb the wide receiver for the cowboys 34 pat sertain for the broncos 35, Max Crosby for the Raiders. 36, Terry McLaurin for the Commanders. 37, Minka Fitzpatrick. 38, Dex, Pro, Dex Prescott, you know, 39, Sa- Saquon Barkley. 40, Quentin Williams cage. Is it charity wide? out here? He's what, getting slid out here. Like, like Quentin Williams can move up a couple slots.
0: Here's uh, my name. Got?
1: I feel See, like he, I feel he, like Dak Terry McLaurin up. above uh what's his name the 49ers receiver Debo yeah that's a crime Debo that's a crime I've seen what Debo can do and he can basically destroy Garrett any defense Wilson above <laughs> Debo they've got Garrett Wilson ranked 43 Debo I saw Samuel that too man 44 I saw that too that's uh I don't know about that one keep going keep rolling I think just the Jets the Jets hype right now is just off the chain I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it until I see further further proof of Rogers being mobile. Because Jordan Love showed you have to escape pressure cage. Sometimes you just have to. Well, Packers are throwing ha- it away, and you know Rogers is going to be throwing it away a lot. I think. How frustrating would it be when Rodgers would like take a sack? You know, take too many sacks, or, or really just throw the ball away a ton? Like he was protect he was protecting the ball, but he's going to be doing that in New York too, and I don't know how much they're going to like that. Um, it's going to be an adjustment in style for sure I think for everybody just looking at 12 through a different lens Maybe 12 goes very aggressive I can't see that happening uh, Randall Cobb kind of basically said It's only a matter of time before 12 freaks out On the New York Jets receiver room And okay, I agree But yeah it's uh, Jordan Love is not going to have to take he, as many sacks He's here's not going what have I'm to have to you know, Maybe he will throw it away as much But yeah keep going Top fifty, right? Forty one, Hassan Reddick, Edge Eagles, Lane Johnson, offensive tackle on the Eagles. Garrett Wilson, the wide receiver, Jets, 43. Debo Samuel, wide receiver, 49ers, 44. That's a snub. Tua Tagovailoa, He's 45th. He's coming in on the Dolphins quarterback. Xavier Howard, the Dolphins cornerback, 46. Mark Andrews, 47, the Ravens tight end. Forty-eight, Dexter Lawrence, the second, the DT for the New York Giants. 49th, Laramie Tunsil could not forget.
0: I it. feel like he's getting slighted, man.
1: No, he's getting snubbed. Yeah. He's on the Texans. That's why, though. He's buried. Yeah, in Texas. exactly. Uh, and 50, Jalen Waddell. And what I have to say, Cage, is there are only two players in the NFC North. On that Cage. list. Jefferson and Jair Alexander. No lions so far, no bears. Thoughts on that? They're clearly the top 2 in the division. Where's Aaron Jones check in? So, okay, pulling down the list. The first first Lions player is um, Amon Ra Saint Brown, right? That he kind of stings because we had the, That stings had, big time. We had the other Saint Brown. Equinavious. <laughs> you always wanted to root for EQ, but EQ just could never could never get the job done. He really didn't uh, make it easy. <laughs> no, no, no. no. Yeah, okay. keep Let, let's keep looking. Let's keep looking. Aiden Hutchinson, 67th. Okay, so the Lions have a pair in the 6th They're scraping. They're, They're scraping, scraping at this point. Keep going. That's just... Penae Sewell, the offensive tackle for the Lions. I think he's scraping as well. Is that guy really the 72nd player? You, you think he's better than Ryan Ramchick? You hear a lot of hype about him. That's all I'm going to say. Okay, okay, okay. Do you think he's better than Jason Kelsey? <sighs> I mean. Creed Humphrey better than Creed Humphrey? We'll see. We'll yeah, see. yeah, I mean, we potato, potato. Ba- I mean, the Bill- The Bears have nobody. The Bears have nobody. Okay, even Jared Goff, 91. They're wow. they're scraping. Kirk on that Cousins, ninety four. See, I feel like that's there disrespect. is no Aaron Jones. No Aaron, Aaron Jones Aaron is left Jones off the list. Snugged. We may Aaron have Jones to fire off snugged. a tweet. To fire it off. Fire it yeah, off. Yeah, I, because I didn't I didn't actually look through that um fully wow. and saw like who was left off. Yeah, we I mean just, that's not cool. That's not cool. Disrespecting Aaron. I was actually wondering. I was like, where are they going to slot him? Christian McCaffrey, number ten, but Aaron Jones not even in the top one hundred. Yeah, I don't know about that one. I don't know it's about Bushly, that. One. I mean, bro. like, you know, Saquon Barkley. He's on the John, uh, Jets. Who is Javon Holland? Institute. Javon Holland. What position does he play? <laughs> a twenty-three-year-old safety for the Dolphins, coming in at eighty-four. This guy just pulled up like the rookie rankings last year and just write the rest of the list. I, I mean, maybe, never man. trust his ESPN Packers fans. This is why you got to listen to the Ike Packers podcast because yeah, see, uh, it's it, it, good it's, to have it's, as a basis, but. It's you know. it's a decent conversation stutter, right? Like, okay, yeah. here's a top 100 list, but I don't think anyone expected that top 100 list to be the holy grail of uh, <laughs> NFL top 100 players. <sighs> I mean, the, Jair Alexander, the only top 100 player yeah, the Packers this, have. It's interesting because this division, the Packers' division, is not top heavy at all. It's like we have, uh, you know, Justin Jefferson. You have, uh, you know, Jair Alexander. But then it's like. I mean it's a lot of middle tier guys and really I think grit and, and attention to discipline and and a lot of, you know, small but big plays this year are probably gonna make the difference. team is gonna come out. The, the talent gap is not huge for any no. of the teams. Um, no. you know, you look at the Culkin. Bears receivers, they have DJ Moore, right? Well we have Christian Watson. You look at the Lions, they have Jameson Williams, well, we have Christian Watson. Jameson Williams has got a lot of uh, you know, off the field baggage. Like this is the second straight year, he's gonna miss half the straight half the season. Um, or like a good portion of the season so if you're drafting a guy with the 11th overall pick and you're trading up to get that get him i want him to be on the field i want him to be accountable and available um you know i mean the the vikings drafted jordan addison uh you know the rookie from usc who's was caught going like 200 going uh, on the freeway was he yeah you know and, and and like he pleaded guilty to like a small you know slap on the wrist or whatever but like, th- something I'm like rich. that, something like that like, might make him not study his... Yeah, yeah. Like, I wonder how fast this thing is. Um, oh, I don't know, man. User. You know, I, I feel like it's going to be the Kenny Clark. It's going to be the how well David Bakhtiari plays. It's going to be the Rashawn Gary. Can he get 10 sacks? Or is he going to get, like, you know, a, a mediocre 6 sacks? Like, I'm still waiting for Kenny to break out. I'm still waiting for Rashawn to just go buck wild on the league and just... Kind of have a Micah Parsons type year. Like, Micah Parsons is who I want Rashawn Gary to be. Yeah, I mean, do I think the Packers can win the division? Yes, I do. Do I think the Packers can have a better record than the New York Jets? That's a coin flip. That's a 50-50 call. I'm not as confident on that one. Um, yeah, man, any final thoughts for today's episode? We'll do, we'll do a huge preview next week of, of our predictions. The, Prediction the, the episode is coming. The Packers have some, like— depth that would be in the hundred to two hundred ratings, right? Like the Packers exactly. in my opinion are a four star team. And the reason I say this is because the defense, right, you have guys off this list like Kenny Clark, Rashawn Gary. I think Devondre Campbell's an all pro a year ago, right? Like how, he's gotta know, earn it back though. He's gotta, gotta earn it back. But you know he's he's definitely in that top two hundred maybe. I think you could argue he's in the top two hundred. You know, Quay Walker's around there. He's no scrub, you know, and they're putting okay, a top, lot Okay, top top two hundred, I got uh Kenny Clark, um, you know, Rashawn Gary, Jerry. Probably Bo- Well, let's just go defense. Allen, no Elton on the list. How is there no Elton on the list? Okay, Elton jo- Elton Jenkins and Aaron Jones. We're gonna have to let ESPN know how we feel about that. That's snub. That's snub. So you see Cage, people are sleeping on the Packers. That's just what it says to me, right? Everyone's like, Well, they got Jair. Who else do they got? Right, like no Devontae, no Aaron Rodgers. Is, is B- Bactiari still playing? And you know, like if you th- if think we'll about it, this. like around the league, and he is playing, right? Let's take the opposite approach, Packers fans. And Alex, let's say the Packers players aren't what we think they are, and you know all this optimism we've been oozing all off season. Let's say it just doesn't work out that way. You know, objectively, there are a lot of Packers players who i look at and say and i hope it works out but this could just be a guy you know it's one of those things where uh you know devontae wyatt first round pick i really hope it works out and i really believe in him but he could just be a guy devondre campbell amazing all pro linebacker two years ago man he's one terrible season from being released you know and and uh, you know there's a few of those options on the packers like um yeah, I mean, like but even Zach Tom, players, just because just because just Zach Tom did it during his rookie year, doesn't mean he's you know guaranteed to do it his next year. Um, yeah, I mean Eric Stokes, I thought he was going to be another stud. Tough injury, like he could just be a guy, like or he could come back and be an all pro. Like we'll see. Um, Darnell Savage, like we've mentioned, he's got all the athleticism, but he could be a, a stud. If see, if he Rashawn Gary right, he has separated guy. himself as a stud, regardless. I think that's the thing with Rashawn, is when he comes back, the athleticism is there. We'll see if the production earns the contract. We need that production, man. You know, athleticism, we've seen Rodgers show us what arm talent gets you. And it gets you one Super Bowl in however many years, like 16 years. So it's not about the athleticism. It is, but it's mainly about those results. And I think the Packers have, have shown very little results out of their supporting cast besides Jerry Alexander, besides Aaron Jones, besides Elton Jenkins, maybe a Bakhtiari. Wow. It's, it's objective, a, man. It's a, yeah, we're going to see the supporting like, cast step up. Yeah. I think that's, that's what's going to happen this and year. And what do I think is going to happen? I think seven to ten wins. I think. I think. Love. Exactly. I, th- I think. That's they're gonna, what they're going to do. I'm going <laughs> to give my official prediction next week. But seven to ten win range. I think there's a lot of upside with these players. However, I just wanted to turn a, over the other side of the coin and say, what if? You know, what if it's not what we think it is? We got to be ready for both ways, Packers fans. It's going to be awesome. I mean, preseason football. How how enjoyable is it? Like one tenth as enjoyable as the regular season. That's up next. That the is butterflies. Up next. I can't are wait. coming out for the regular season. I cannot wait as well. We're going to have an official Packers preview. We're going to be probably announcing our first giveaway so do not go anywhere make sure to hit that subscribe button leave a five-star review if you like the show share it with a friend these are all great ways to help us grow we are so hyped because live tweeting is going to amp up the games the season everything green and gold ike packers cage thank you for joining the podcast let's get out of here go pack go go pack, go forever If you enjoyed this episode of the ike packers podcast and want to help the show please subscribe tell a friend and leave a five-star review on apple Podcasts. this is how we can continue to give great value to you as always till next time packers fans